Hey, Mel. Bri here. Gotta work from home today because the whole family caught a nasty... Daddy! Hey, Mikey! If you're gonna puke, find the popcorn bowl! But my availability is 110%. Coincidentally, so is my fever. <laughs> Kidding. Mel, I'm so cold but hot. Uh, but I'm gonna get you that budget. Just as soon as... Right. Mikey! Popcorn bowl! Press 1 to use Instacart and get your family's sick day essentials delivered in as fast as 30 minutes. Press 2 to keep working. Do not press 2. Just use Instacart. Brian. How powerful is Cox Internet? Powerful enough to let your band members in Vegas, Phoenix, and Rhode Island jam like you're all in the same garage. Get Cox Internet powered by fiber with America's fastest download speeds. It's Internet built for tomorrow, today. Cox, always building better. Cox Internet is connected to the premises via coaxial connection. Speeds vary and are not guaranteed. Cox terms and other restrictions may apply. Analysis by Ookla speed test intelligence data. Fixed median download speeds. US Q3 2023. I think this is by request. Is this Brian Setzer? Yeah. Somebody asked for this. Do a little, I like this. I like him. Do a little Chuck Berry cover of Run Run Rudolph. Gotta love it. By request. Feel free. Today. We can play these today. <laughs> I know. I'm the I'm the Grinch out of the group. I know. But I appreciate it. Um, all right. I, yes. As you said on our sheet, I get it. Um, the Jackson County Assessor story. It's a big deal. <laughs> it, it affects a lot of people. There's a lot of money involved. It's a mess. I am shocked we sit here and no one has lost a job at this point, but it just keeps going. And there's another update today. Yeah, well, yesterday we talked about the fact that the uh, the assessor had made some statements about the, uh, the the report that came out from the auditor, from the state auditor's office, that effectively said this was awful, that the assessor's office failed about 70% of the time to get the numbers right. They also did not believe what the assessor has said over and over again, which is that they did parcel-by-parcel parcel checks. In fact, one of the, uh, the, the members of the state board said, and you heard this on Kansas City's Morning News this morning right here on KMBZ, that there's no way with 50 people out there doing these assessments, if they were going to do an assessment or a, a review of each and every parcel in Jackson County, and they were going to do that in two years, nobody would have been able to sleep. They would have been on the job 24 hours a day, seven days a week, and they still probably wouldn't be able to get it done. So uh, since the assessor's office dinged the appraiser yesterday, saying that she did not believe what they had in their report, the appraiser's office has now come back out and described the Jackson County assessment process as, and I quote, fatally flawed. Well, that's encouraging. <laughs> yeah, those are words you want to hear, right? Um, this is Chris Wolfenbarger, part of a panel of experts who advised the state auditor on the audit of the process. Uh, again, this is out of Channel 9. Um, again, I want to point out what Manny Abarca told us the other day, which is, and, and he's informed, the auditor's report is not done. Which, I'll be honest, surprised me a little bit. You would think there would be one big report that comes out, except that December 31st is the date the taxes are due. And so there yep. might have been pressure to get something out before everybody pays their money. And so you kind of wonder what else is going to come out. Um, but yeah, Wolfenbarger said one key indicator, and we've talked about this a ton, is that similar homes in the same neighborhoods have vastly different assessments. Why would that be? Neighborhoods don't usually work that way. No. Now, we have a few. If you go through, I think they're calling it the West Side North now, but it's uh, if you go through the neighborhood on the other side of the Kauffman Center for the Performing Arts, uh, there's that little neighborhood over there. 
That is one of those oddities where it used to be a bunch of really old houses that were probably all assessed the same. Over the last 10 years, because I have a good friend that's done several of these, some of those houses have been torn down and empty lots are there and people are putting up these really new, modern, minimalist, don't look like they fit their houses. I should look and see what the assessments are like in that neighborhood because I bet it's very different. But neighborhoods don't usually function like that. Right, because that's a neighborhood in transition. It's it's going right. from one thing that it used to be 100 years ago to now what it's going to be probably for the next 50 or 60 years. Right. And you're right. I mean, if you if you drive down my block or any block anywhere near me or, you know, the, my my uncle's block in Overland Park, uh, you know, our house is not worth what their house is. Okay? Right. But the people next door to them, their house is probably worth right around there. And it's the same with ours. And the other thing is, it should be generally obvious if there's going to be a disparity, if one house is half the size of the one next door, sure, then it's going to be worth less than the one next door. We can all kind of figure that out for ourselves. But when you see a neighborhood that's almost cookie cutter in the way that the houses are set up and one of them's valued at $100,000 more than the one next door, there's something wrong. Yeah, usually, like you're, you're right, usually it's obvious. If there's going to be a vast difference like that, either it's always been there or somebody like put an addition on their house. You know, there would be a very obvious reason why or they renovated the entire interior of their house. I mean, at one time in one year, they replaced everything in the bathroom. They redid the kitchen, new roof. new floor. They did everything in one year. And most people don't usually do that. Most people don't have the money to just renovate the entirety of the inside of their house at one time. Here's what's annoying me about this at the moment is that in her statement, and I mean, we talk about this a lot, um, when, when, when the tax assessor gave the interview, when, uh, when Gail Beatty gave the interview a couple of days ago, to Ch was it Channel 41? I, think I believe that's, that's right. I think that's yes. right. So when she gave that interview, she said, well, we have a process in place and we went through and revisited all, all of these parcels. We re, you know, we reviewed every parcel in Jackson County. What she didn't say, and I hate it when this kind of verbal gymnastics go on, is she didn't say what process that review took. Are right. we talking about driving down a street and going, yep, 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 yep? Or are we talking mm -hmm. about stopping at each place and doing a review where you walk through each parcel and get an idea of whether that number makes sense? Because if all you're doing is driving down a street and going, yeah, these look okay, that's not a review. Here's the other thing that um, Gail McGann Beatty said, and she said it Wednesday, but I, if this was out there already, I didn't see it, but this was in the Channel 9 version. It's making me crazy, but here's what she said. Um, again, she's the assessor, the assessments director. She said, I think the auditor's office doesn't have a clear understanding. This isn't the type of audit they do. They don't have that expertise. Are you kidding me? Uh -huh. What do you mean this isn't the type of audit they do? This is exactly the kind of audit they do. It's, to me, it's not that complicated. I mean, I'm not a lawyer or an assessor or an auditor. But you just look at the state laws that they cited. 
that were broken, it's not rocket science. Right. I mean, none of that was too complicated to understand. Exactly. And and if they aren't clear, and keep in mind, you know, again, going back to our talk with Manny Abarca earlier this week, that if if he's been asking over and over and over again, give me the information that you gathered. Tell me how you gathered the information and hand it to me so that I can look at this. And he still doesn't have it. I know who I believe. I always right. believe the person who's asking for the information, never the person who's withholding it. Yeah, because if he had it and we asked him, can we see he would produce it. I mean, if, if he'd asked for it and he'd gotten it. Sure. He would say, and here's what we learned instead of just lying about it. If you want to get in here, give us your thoughts as we uh, go into a Friday conversation about it. Let's go to Blue Springs and bring Kim into the mix. Hi, Kim. Hey, how are you all? Doing fantastic. Great. What's on your mind? Uh, first, I want to thank you for covering this topic. I think it's important. Thank you. Thank you. Um, it's no surprise to me, but it's important. Uh, <laughs> I was calling in because I actually did catch the tax assessor in my yard. Um, I, I saw a man walking around my front yard, and I went outside, and I asked if I could help him. And he said he was with the assessor's office. And then I saw the county vehicle parked at the curb. And... Uh, he asked me, he said, do you happen to have a pool? I said, no. He said, are you sure? Uh, yes, <laughs> I'm pretty sure about that. I don't know. Let me check. Exactly. And I said, no. And he said, well, he said, all of your neighbors have pools. I said, my neighbors are rich. I'm poor. I've got dogs. Mm -hmm. He said, well, you certainly have a big fence to not have a pool. And <laughs> like, are you lying about it? I know. I, I, I said, I assure you there is no swimming pool back there. And it's the truth. I do have a large fence because I have dogs. Yeah. And uh, anyway, he that was really the only thing he was interested in. Well, yeah, yeah. And I mean, the craziness behind that. And I do not want you to give me your address, Kim. But if you did give me your address sitting here in 30 seconds, I could tell whether you have a pool or not. Yeah. Well, exactly. You can look on Internet's Google Earth. Internet's pretty amazing. Right. Yeah, because I, I I was on Google Earth for some reason one time, and there were neighbors of mine that had pools that I, heck, I didn't know they had pools. I, I really am the poor person in this neighborhood. <laughs> but, <laughs> but he, I mean, he did ask me if I had done any major remodeling, mm -hmm. but that was kind of the extent of our conversation but my, my main reason for calling was to let you know that they at least went to one house <laughs> yeah okay all right kim thank you uh thanks very much for getting in i have a question uh and if anybody knows the answer to this uh let me know because the pool made me think about this um usually if you get a pool or if you're doing some kind of major renovation on your house, you have to get a permit to be able to do it. I was thinking the right? same thing, yes. Right, and so my question is, if you get a permit for a project, does that trigger, an like does that get communicated anywhere else in the system that that would trigger a new appraisal where they'd actually come and look at it and reassess? Because that's the kind of thing that genuinely does raise the value of your house that you genuinely should be paying more taxes because of. 
is the right are the right and left hands talking to each other? And, and if they aren't, why not? Yeah. <laughs> it seems like that would be a really easy thing to accomplish because, like you said, computers are pretty good, and yeah. so is the internet. So, uh, yeah, having that ability to communicate that, you wouldn't even necessarily need somebody to come out and reassess if you know what the project was. Because when you file, I know because we just did this, uh, we had a little sunroom put on the back of the house. So, you know, we had mm-hmm. the deck taken away because it was old and falling apart, and we had a sunroom put on. When you file for those permits, you have to be specific about every square inch of that thing. How big is it? How tall is it? All of that stuff. The dimensions are all there. So you wouldn't even need to send anybody back out. They would know you have a pool that's 7 feet by 12 feet in the backyard, and it's an in-ground. They would know all that stuff. Isn't there not um, – I thought you even had to put a value – a, a number that in I terms don't of the money, the value of I, the project on the permit. I wouldn't. I wouldn't be surprised that okay. that it's going to. I might be, be making that up. Uh, no, but I mean, it, it seems like the kind of thing that would be on there. I just couldn't swear to it, but I know the dimensions are on there because that's how you would know without having to go to the house. That's how you would know if you need to do a new assessment or if it genuinely is worth more. If it was a big enough project to have to get a permit to do it, yes, without having to take the time to go. <laughs> I mean, for that matter, how about looking on Zillow and seeing what their Zestimate is? <laughs> yeah. Know, just And seeing, I mean, not like that's going to be a hard and fast thing either, but just see if you're anywhere close. If somebody's disputing it and Zillow says it's worth 300 grand and you're saying it's worth a half a million, well, okay, then that's a reason to send somebody out there and have them walk through the property. I hate to put this out there, and we'll go to the phones in a second as we look for ways to problem solve for them because that's our job. I think about like, can you have a drone go over it? I mean, can you, if if you don't have the manpower, and I get that we have a lot of houses, if you don't have the manpower to go and physically check every house as often as you need to, can, can we send drones? Can we, can Google cameras go look? I mean, to at least get a look at the outside? Yeah, uh, I love this. A texter says, yeah, come on, folks. Do you really think our local government has got things in hand like that? No, you're right. <laughs> we, no, we don't. And, and that's the problem is that it should be very, very easy to do, but we have no faith that it's being done. Uh, let's get to another call here as we <laughs> think of new things. Hello, Mickey and Oak Grove. Hi. So I had, I built a house that had to go through all the permits. There's like three stages of inspections. I had final inspection in 20, mid 2021. I got a letter asking me to evaluate my property after my, uh, all that stuff had all the permits. They asked me to evaluate my property and I of course ignored that letter. And then I also had someone from Jackson County just appear at my property to take a look at it. And I told him flat out, I'm like, you have all the permits. You know exactly what I have. I yeah. just built this house. But with new builds, you can't um, audit, you can't ask for a re, like I couldn't, uh, can't even think of the word of it now. I couldn't ask for them to review my, to redo appraisal? my uh, appraisal. That's the word. And so I just, I'm stuck with what they have until next year. Because wow. you couldn't turn in to, to go against it. Did they, When they showed up at the property, did they even ask to come in or ask to see the backyard or anything like that? They didn't ask to come in. They did ask to walk the property. I don't have any fencing. I mean, and I live out on 10 acres, so they just kind of showed up at my property and my dogs were going crazy. But it, <laughs> it didn't. They were like two 22-year-olds. Yeah. Colin's I mean, like, what do they really know about property? <laughs> yeah, all I can tell you, and, and don't take offense, Colin, because when I was 22 years old, I wouldn't have had a clue. Right? Yeah. So, all right. I'm like, I'm like you, you got permits, you know what I have. 
Thank right. you. Mickey, thank you. Thanks, Thanks for the, the call. call. Yeah, here's the other thing I'll say to that, and then we'll get to a break and we'll get to more of your calls. I know phone lines are ringing, is that with that experience portion, I assume they get training. There is something to, and I think about real estate agents this way, having somebody that knows what to look for and just kind of knows if this crack is a big deal or if it's not a big deal, sure. or if this is just a house settling or if it's not, or all of that. So um, we have to get to a break. I know we have callers on hold. Hang with us here. We'll get to more of your calls next on KMBZ. So Jackson County Assessor says that state auditor, he doesn't know what he's doing. And he didn't know how to do an audit like this. He doesn't know what kind of audit this is and doesn't really know what the laws are. And an appraiser who helped advise on that audit says the Jackson County assessment process is fatally flawed. <laughs> so they are firing shots back and forth at each other <laughs> philosophically, uh, just going after each other like crazy right now. And everybody's kind of trying to protect their turf. And in the middle, of course, are the taxpayers who have to make up this money somehow by the end of the year. We'll go to, it looks like John Overland Park is up next. Hey, John. Hey, uh, so I called a friend of mine. I'm not going to say what county they live in, but I called her and I was like, Ben, you've got to call into the show because they've got questions that you can answer. And this is about the permits being assessed by the assessment office. Like they can use the permits. Yes. What she told me was that information is available, but it doesn't automatically populate. Like, so if somebody was doing, I'm not saying anybody's not doing their job. Sounds like a bunch of people aren't doing their job, but I'm just saying that before you went and looked at, say, this block that day, you could look up each address and you could see permits. And you could, like, for 20 years ago. Sure. See what permits but have been pulled for it, yeah. You have to you have to actually go and do that. It's not like, oh, I type in this address, and it's like, oh, it was assessed this much, and they've had these three permits for a... Leading one to like ask, it. why not? <laughs> I mean, if, I, if the information's there, actually, why wouldn't it I'm do I'm in IT. I'm like... Yeah. I could write the software, but I know that stuff exists. The company I have, well, you pull up something, like I can pull up your address. I can tell what service you've had for your internet, and I can even look at, like, how much you've downloaded over the last 30 days. I mean, it's wow. there. The text there. I was just surprised because when I called her, and she's like, oh, yeah, I'm not getting into this. Wow. But, yeah. Well, in, in you know, what I compare it to, it, because we have to do this as part of the job a lot of the time, if if somebody's arrested for something and we want to know, OK, what's the deal with this guy? We have to look at you know records, uh, arrest records and things like that. And in a lot of states, Missouri being one of them, that stuff is public. So immediately, again, it takes me 10 seconds. If I know that guy's name, I put it in and I know his his age. That usually helps as well with people who have the same names. And it shows me every arrest, every disposition, everything. It's right there on the page, clickable. Exactly. I, I really wish I could have gotten her to call in, but I think she was just concerned. That's about fine. Her yeah. talking about her county. We don't want to cost anyway. anybody their job. <laughs> but, right, right. But, but, and I totally get it. But yeah. uh, but that was the answer. She's like, the the information is available to her ex assessor's office, but the that. An employee at that particular office has to, like, actually look that up. Yeah. And I'm not talking about a file cabinet. They just have to look it up online on a different system. So. 
Got it. For what it's worth, I really wish he could have called in because he probably could have answered a lot of questions, but I understand. Well, thanks thanks for doing the work for us, John. We appreciate it. We appreciate it, John. I'm going to bang my head against the wall. <laughs> I just... it's, this is, um, yeah, yeah, yes, that's, I'm running out of adjectives to describe this. Um, real quick, somebody just asked, we'll go back to the phones, but somebody just asked, where's the mayor in all of this? Um, the only thing I'll say about it at the moment is it's, in terms of assessments, the mayor doesn't have any power here. Yes, these are his residents, but it's a Jackson County government issue. Yes, and that's, that is the answer. Uh, now, that doesn't stop him from making a statement. And I'm kind of surprised he hasn't. Yeah, I don't think it would be a bad idea for him to do that. But keep in mind, not only is it county versus city, so he, he doesn't really have a dog in this fight, um, except for trying to protect his own taxpayers. But the other thing is that the county line extends way past the Kansas City city limits. Right. So you're talking, I mean, we, we got a call earlier from Blue Springs. That's part of it, too. So, uh, yeah, he, you know, he could put out some kind of statement of support for the, the part of his city residents who live in Jackson mm-hmm. County, because, again, there's parts of the city that go beyond Jackson County. Um, but it really wouldn't hold any weight. I would be curious to know if the mayor's taxes went up. And how much they went up. He lives in KCMO. <laughs> That's true. Um, we can maybe get a quick call on here. I know we got people on hold. Yeah, let's try, try Brian, who's in Grain Valley. Hello, Brian. Hey, Grayson. How you doing? Doing all right. What do you think? Well, I I was telling the the screener, uh, we got involved in this and had the whole appeal thing. They drove by. I found out in 2021, saw my new paint. But the county still has the picture of my old paint listed. They also have the incorrect square footage of my house because I presented my original paperwork and they negated that. They also based their figure off of five comps that are not comparable, like what Jamie was saying earlier. I have like 1,350 square feet. They're basing their comps off of people that had three or 400 more square feet with a three-car garage oh, just uh-huh. because this, the sales were in my neighborhood. And like what Jamie was also saying earlier, pretty much a cookie-cutter neighborhood with some, like, ranch houses with full basements and stuff like that. But for the most part, it's cookie-cutter. But, yeah, it's 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 a mess. It sounds like it. And I'm sorry that happened to you. That's Again, that's got to be maddening. If you're going to use a comp, they call it a comp for a reason. It stands for comparable. And if somebody's got 300 more square feet than you do, if their house is, what, what is that, uh, a fifth larger than yours, mm-hmm. that's not a comp. Yeah. Um, maddening. All right. Uh, hang on the line with us. I know we have calls on hold. Got to get to a break. Get to more of your calls next on KMBZ. Your fever is high and the pressure to log in at work is too. But when you finally decide to take care of you, there's Instacart. Just because that one perfect coworker of yours is attending all meetings, camera on while she's sneezing, coughing, and aching, doesn't mean you have to do the same. Take it from us. Trying to stay on top of things will only get you further behind. Instead, get everything from tissues and teas to cough suppressants and comforting soups delivered through Instacart in as fast as 30 minutes. If anyone needs anything, they can just redirect their questions to that one perfect coworker. 
coworker of yours. Celebrate and save at Ashley's anniversary sale. With Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases. And shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval. No minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details. How powerful is Cox Internet? Powerful enough to let your band members in Vegas, Phoenix, and Rhode Island jam like you're all in the same garage. Get Cox Internet powered by fiber with America's fastest download speeds. It's Internet built for tomorrow, today. Cox, always building better. Cox Internet is connected to the premises via coaxial connection. Speeds vary and are not guaranteed. Cox terms and other restrictions may apply. Analysis by Ookla speed test intelligence data. Fixed median download speeds. US Q3 2023. Thank you to the texter who sent us the link. Uh, we were wondering, somebody asked about why the mayor has not gotten involved in, uh, in the mess. We haven't really heard from him about it lately, about the assessments, but thank you to the link. Uh, yeah, over the summer, he got into it with Frank White. Boy, that's something we've never heard before um, <laughs> about all of it. And the Channel 5, and there was a letter there that the Kansas City Star had gotten a hold of between the two of them. The mayor's assessment went up 64%. Wow. Okay. Yeah, I can see why he would get into it with Frank White over that or yeah. anybody involved for that matter. Yeah, so because, he's got that yeah. dog in the fight. And he's right there with with everybody else in the city who's just been screaming about this. Unbelievable. We'll go back to it, and Rose joins us up next from Raytown. Hello, Rose. Merry Christmas, both of you. Merry Christmas, you back. too. Um, Jamie kind of made my first point earlier when I was going to, you know, say that all of the permits are issued by the cities and not the county. And we know that the cities and the counties don't talk to each other because, you know, right now some of the cities are suing the county over the tax assessment. So they're not sharing that information. Uh, the second thing is, uh, Mandy or Q, if you are listening, the permitting process in Casey Moe is a nightmare. It could be by the time you apply for a permit, get the permit approved, get the project done, and get another uh, inspector out to reinspect it after the project is finished. I have some flipper friends that are telling me it's taken a year and a half to two years to get projects done which puts you into a whole new tax assessment cycle. Right. Yeah, and they're going to be on the hook for the property that entire time. And th yeah, their their whole ideal is get in, get the work done as fast as you can, and get that thing back out on the market. That's right. Oh. Uh, thanks a lot for the call. How do other counties do it? How does, how does Johnson County do theirs? How do other counties – why is this the first time we're hearing about the permits, uh, the permits being at the city level and and the assessments being assessments. at the county level. Yeah. I mean, just how well, do other counties get it right? Yeah, and, right ish. And, and that's uh, yeah, that that's been the real question about all of this is that you know with the Jackson County Assessor maintaining no, we did everything right and we got the numbers right and we're correct in this. Why is this the only county that's having this problem? And now. I mean, we've never, this has never happened before that mm -hmm. we know of, not like this. And we would certainly hear about it if it had. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. Again, it just, it makes you more and more frustrated to realize that the city and the county absolutely could share that information. And it would be very easy to accomplish. But no, let's make it more complicated for no good reason. James in Blue Springs has a story to tell. Hello, James. Uh, good morning. 
What's right. happening? Yeah, you know, I can, you know, on my part of it, our house, we, we live a little bit in the country. We have some acreage, uh, 50-year-old house. Uh, our last assessment was 247. Our assessment this year was 607,000. It's an increase of 158%. Oh, wow. So, uh. yeah, things like if you go into like parcel viewer, you can, you know, view, you know, essentially every house in the county and yeah. what they're assessed at. So, if you go on there, and all the houses where we're at are roughly the same age, roughly the same acreage. And there's a couple glaring. They're all, you know, from 250 to now to over 600,000. But, you know, there's a couple of them that, you know, went, went up like 10%. And then there's a couple of us that went up, you know, up to almost 200%. And that's that's also been a massive problem every year. You're not the only one dealing with that either, where the assessments in, in one given block, how much they went up in one case and didn't go up in another case, there's no consistency to it whatsoever. And, and this is a 50-year-old house, so it's not like it's never been assessed before. Yeah. But, you know, the, they had things like they had this as a six-bedroom house. Um, square footage drastically wrong. It's like they just pulled numbers out of the air and threw into these things. Mm-hmm. And then and we, we fought it, uh, went to our appeal, and it was like they were doing everything they could to try to justify what the numbers they gave when clearly it was even their comps that they had, which were houses that were, that, you know, shouldn't have been allowed because they were a too far away. There were 30 year old houses. They're 30, you know, 30 years newer at least. And, you know, neighborhoods, you know, upscale type neighborhoods, you know, houses with six car garages. Um, it was, it was ridiculous. And then the pictures that they had, that you know, so they could say they they did do it. It was like, okay, that bush hasn't been there in four years. I mean, there was nothing on there that was right. How and did we, your hearing end? Well, our hearing was. <laughs> um, it was a lot of back and forth. Um, they, frankly, flat lied. They browbeat you to death. They essentially threatened you to the fact, the point that, you know, okay, if we don't, you know, we don't settle, you'll go to BOE and, you know, they'll get raised. It, it was, it was the wording that they used that, that if you go forward with it, we're going to do everything we can to make sure that yours is going to go up from here. Oh. And that's what the attorney general is talking about. Yes. That's why I asked. The coercion. It's, it's the coercion yeah, I mean, and it, the, it, it, the manipulation. Yeah, it was, and that's totally what it was. It was, it was like you know the the worst case of big government at work is how I felt. Yeah. All right, uh, James. Best of luck with it, man. I, again, really sorry, and, and I hate the fact that we feel kind of impotent in this as well because all we can do is sympathize. Yeah. The question I'll ask too, and I don't think we have him on the line. Has anybody talked to a lawyer individually, property owners? If you're affected by this, have any of you talked to a lawyer, or are you thinking about it? Aside from the class action, aside from what the attorney general's doing, has anybody talked to a lawyer? And has anybody talked, you can get an appraisal on your own. I mean, if you sell a house or if you, when my dad died, I had to do this for my house. Has anybody hired an appraiser to just come and do one individually? And if you do that, can you take that to the county and say, I hired a licensed private whatever 
Here's what they say. Yeah, here's what my guy said, and this is what you say. Why is there a dispute of $150,000 in between the two of you? So I'm starting to look into the background now of Tyler Technologies, just out of curiosity, just to see what we can we can dig up here, but we'll we'll keep going here with your calls. Let's head over to Steve, who's calling in from Lee Summit. Hello, Steve. Hey, so I know that the county assessor is lying straight through her teeth. Um, so I had I appealed, and they sent out their own uh, appraiser guy. He came into my house. He went straight to the basement, and he said, "Oh, you don't have a finished basement." I said, "No," and he um, said, "Well, this is starting to make sense." So what? And then he went on to tell me, like this is his words, that the company that they hired did not go parcel to parcel like the assessor said and knocked on the doors and individually checked each house. They just drove into neighborhoods, and this is his words, because of the pandemic and the loan that the government gave out to the pandemic, they were just assuming in everybody's houses in these nicer neighborhoods that everybody updated their homes through that, whatever that was. And so they didn't, they did not go parcel to parcel. I know for a fact that didn't happen because my neighbor got upped because they said he had a full second level on his house. He doesn't have a full second level. He has a fourth of a second level. And so his went up like, uh, oh, I don't remember how much, but it went up. And then he he went and he got his own individual um, appraiser to come in and do it. And he went to the county and they still looked at him and said, we don't care. That it doesn't matter if you get your own private appraisal. So, like, I'm trying to, like, if I sold a car to somebody and I said it had a V8 engine, but it had a V6 engine, and I charged them for like it was a V8 engine, I could get sued. So, yeah, I'm, I am thinking about getting a private lawyer. I would. Good luck. Yeah. Steve, I would. I, I, yeah. I, let me tell you how much I love hearing the word assume come out right. of a tax assessor. Well, we assumed right. everybody here had, had finished their basements. Really? Okay. So you didn't bother to ask or check or anything like that. You just assumed and then put a number down on paper based on an assumption. Awesome. Yeah. I do want to hear more because as we continue to get calls about um, the tone of your meetings. Because, again, the, the part of this with the attorney general that is really curious to me is the coercion and the the pushing and all of that. That was stuff we had never heard that we're hearing more about now. Mm-hmm. now let's go back to it and see if Gary in the Northland can concur. Hello, Gary. Hey, uh, I actually live in Independence, so I live in the county. But I just want to say I think one of the reasons that Frank White might be getting kind of all weird about this is because I heard that his house, from what I understand, he lives in one of these neighborhoods where the houses are pretty similar. Um, his house reassessed much lower than his neighbor's houses did. And I think it was a considerable amount. And I believe you might be able to Google it. I believe KMBC actually reported on it. It went, yeah, I've, I've got it. House. I've got it right in front of me as we speak. His did go up, but it didn't go up anywhere near as much as his neighbors did. Yeah, yeah. Huh. 
Nice, huh? Yep. <laughs> it's, it's, it's good to have the power. It's good to be the king. Yep. Gary, thank you very much for the call. Yeah, uh, the numbers involved. Jackson County Executive, and again, this is from KNBC. Frank White's property increased in market value by $26,000, while his neighbors saw increases of eighty dollars to $100,000. Does it say the percentages at all? Uh, it does not. I don't know what kind of house Frank White lives in. Here's what I'll say. Um, is that... It is possible that there were some corrections that had to be made. Like, I don't assume that every assessment that was done is wrong. In the, I don't assume the that every single one of them sure. is wrong. Sure. Say that again. In the past or now. The, right. the, yeah, the, not every one of the 2023 assessments was wrong. Not every one of the ones that was done before that was too low, which is the case that they were making. Right. So I don't assume it's every single one. I assume there might be cases where it had been undervalued and underassessed, and that it did need a correction. I think it stinks that that entire correction happens in one year, mm -hmm. if that's true. Because it, you just question that then. You just look at that and go, can we not spread that out a little bit? And again, I'm house hunting a little bit, and I'm immediately suspicious as I look at assessments now of anything that's gone up dramatically in one year, and those people are selling now because of how much more money they can get for those houses. Yeah, and I, I don't know the, the legal answer to that question. What I can say is that the assessor's office has said we can't do that. They've said it would violate state law for them to do what you're talking about, where if you have a massive increase from one assessment over the last assessment, mm -hmm. they can't do spread they it can't out. piecemeal that and spread it out over time. Um, but that's according to the assessor's office. I don't have that law right. sitting in front of me, so I couldn't confirm or deny. I guess that sort of makes sense. Mm -hmm. In a weird way that if you were to sell the house or something, then the next person's responsible for that. Um, I sit here still stunned that we've not had any kind of staffing announcement. But at this point, I, maybe nothing should surprise me anymore. Um, if you have further thoughts, feel free to get in. 913-586-7798. Uh, we got to change gears and talk about what you just found out of Missouri. <laughs> I don't need my head to hurt this much on a Friday. No I really, kidding. Friday before a holiday weekend. But we'll talk about, um, so now is when we get the legislation pre-filed for the legislative session that starts in uh, January. We really got to talk about this one coming up next year on KMBZ. Big traffic day, big travel day. Um, somebody just texted in. We asked, keep us posted on how things are going out there. Um, apparently KCI, somebody said, if you're headed to the airport, um, it is way backed up, whether you're picking someone up or dropping someone off. Cell phone lot. Cell phone lot. Please. It's backed up. Um, I'm surprised they're both, both lanes are backed up, but just give yourself plenty extra time to get through all of that today. And I okay. just saw another car, sorry, but I just saw another car drive by without the headlights on. Please turn, turn your headlights, headlights on. on. Turn your headlights on. Broken record. Turn your headlights on. <laughs> Where did you find this? Out of the or Missouri how? State Legislature, like you said, uh, I mean, th this is the time of year when a flurry of uh, legislation that may or may not be, and I'm hoping this one isn't, taken up in the next legislative session is just coming fast and furious. And out comes House Bill 2067 out of the 102nd Missouri General Assembly. Uh, what a nightmare. And I, I, this was introduced by Representative Mayhew. I don't know who that is. I'm looking him up. Okay, thank you. Uh, because I, I don't know where Representative Mayhew, you know, what, what portion of the state Representative Mayhew represents, but came up with a brilliant idea 
to take the portion of Interstate 70 that goes through the state of Missouri from St. Louis to here and rename it I-44. Now, I know what you're thinking. Wait a minute. We already have one of those. That goes from St. Louis down to the southwest corner of the state down near. I don't know if it goes through Joplin, but it goes close. Um, Yeah, the same bill would take that section of I-44 and rename it I-70. My head hurts. (laughs) Are we just switching? Yes. We're switching sections of interstate and calling them the the other thing. But only in Missouri. So now the the way this works, so if you're in St. Louis, there are four major interstates that all intersect at the river. Uh, You've got I-70, I-44, I-64, and I-55. 70 goes north of the city and then all the way to here. 64 goes through the middle of the city and then joins up with I-70 in Wentzville. Then you've got 44 that goes southwest across the state. And then you've got I-55 that goes due south toward Memphis and then past there and then down to the Gulf. So, yeah, what it would do is take those two, not the two northernmost, but uh, the the two that kind of, uh, you know, take the, the northern route through the city and swap the names, but only in Missouri. So if you take I-44 south through Joplin and into Oklahoma, then once you get into Oklahoma, it changes back to I-44. And I-70 would be renamed I-44, but as soon as you cross into Kansas, it would go back to being I-70. Sometimes I just have no words. (laughs) He represents Pulaski County, Missouri. Okay. Which is Fort Leonard Wood. Yep. So it's a section of I-44. That's the important thing to know. It's a section in the middle of the state where I, St. Robert is the big city on I-44 there. But it's Fort Leonard Wood. It, it borders Fort Leonard Wood. Help me out. Why? I what, what would his motivation be? Could not come up with a single reason to do this. But that, and, the, and the crazy thing is, uh, under explanation... It says, matter enclosed in boldface brackets in the above bill is not enacted and intended to be omitted from the law. I mean, it, it doesn't it doesn't do anything, um, except I mean, it, it makes no effort to explain why we would want to do that, why that might be a good idea. And generally speaking, the interstate numbers throughout the, the country, if you're going, you know, north-south interstate, you mm-hmm. start with the low numbers on the east coast and you go to the high numbers on the west coast. Um, and, and then the, the same is true in reverse. If you're going from North to South, the high numbers are in the North. I 90 is in the North. I 88 is in the North. I 70. So as you go South, the numbers get smaller, which would make sense, but this would screw that up because I 44 would then be South or would be North of I 70. It would flip them around. And then once you get to the other side of the state, it would go back to their old numbers. And it just, that's screwy. If anybody knows anything about him, there's got to be a reason. Text us in. Coming up, we have another case of somebody in a wheelchair having trouble on an airplane. Get to that coming up here on KMBZ. How powerful is Cox Internet? Powerful enough to let your band members in Vegas, Phoenix, and Rhode Island jam like you're all in the same garage. Get Cox Internet powered by fiber with America's fastest download speeds. It's Internet built for tomorrow, today. Cox, always building better. Cox Internet is connected to the premises via coaxial connection. Speeds vary and are not guaranteed. Cox terms and other restrictions may apply. Analysis by Ookla speed test intelligence data. Fixed median download speeds. USQ3 2023.
Celebrate and save at Ashley's anniversary sale. With Hot Buys, your choice of colors starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases. And shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval. No minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details. We all agree that reducing carbon emissions is a good thing. And once again, Toyota is leading the way. We hear a lot about fully electric vehicles, and Toyota has them with more on the way. But we also know a BEV is not for everyone, whether it's because of cost, range, or concern about finding a charging station when you need it. Plus, the raw materials used to manufacture batteries are limited. Enter Beyond Zero, Toyota's vision for a carbon-neutral future. In vehicles and in manufacturing plants, too, in the years ahead. The materials used to make just one long-range battery for an EV could be used to make batteries for six plug-in hybrids or 90 gas-electric hybrids. That's why Toyota's position today is electrified diversified, empowering you to choose how to reduce your own carbon footprint with the vehicle that's right for you. A hybrid, plug-in hybrid, or battery EV. So shop, learn more, and get details at toyota.com slash beyondzero. Toyota, let's go places.